Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Dr. Jack Hammond had one of the most brilliant minds in the medical community until he and his son... Hi. Hi. ...exchanged minds. Chris? That? There's no such thing as a brain transference. The doctor See ya. is back in high school. It's really not cool to scam on your own son's date. The main bronchi and its branches are evenly distributed about the circumference of the tubes. Riveting. And his son. Hi, Bob. Whoa! I'm Martini. You went down on the rocks? No, in the glass is fine. Is a virgin surgeon. Just take off all our clothes and just go at it. Oh. Rubbing and feeling. It was rock and roll. Yeah! You were not all night in my body. You are grounded for the rest of your life. Brain transfers are very inexact sciences. You might well match. Don't worry, Mr. Essien. We're not going to let you die. Are we, guys? No. no. God, this is great. All right. You go right now and do whatever the hell you have to do to get us out of this thing. I can't stabilize him. He's in V-Tech. I'm not going to have him. What? Hit him, Dr. Hammond. Hit him. Dudley Moore. Kirk Cameron. Like father, like son. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. <sighs> good sir, good sir. It's yes. Who? What? Who yeah, walked in? Yeah. What? What happened? Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, Hello? you got some of that brain transference serum for me? Right here, I do. Yes, I do. Ah, uh, what are you drinking there? What's on tap tonight? Uh, Wilson Compound Winery, the uh, German Rugelthurgel. Oh, I like that one. A little Klaus Kinski picture there. Yeah, I'm all out of I'm all out of Wilson Compound wine. I just realized I looked over 
the other night, and I'm like, shit, this thing is empty. Well, next time I see you, grab a couple. Grab a case. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, welcome, to everybody, to Movie Sucktastic. I am Scott. This is Joey. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we are here to review movies. Yes. Um, usually uh, bad. Uh, usually bad. Um, now, this now, film is... Uh, we're reviewing this week. We're reviewing the 1987 teen body swap comedy... Like Father, Like Son, starring Dudley Moore, and uh, pretty much crazy, even at this time, Kirk Cameron. He had just started to transition into Jesus Freak. <coughs> wow. You were muted and everything. <laughs> oh, there you go. Pardon me, sir. Oh, uh, uh, excuse me. Well, uh, uh, yeah, he was. This is his first feature film. He was just. Uh, he was still on Growing Pains, the show. Uh was that show still on at the time, or was it done by this point? If if it was done, it was just done. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll check I, that while we're talking. I I, um, I could <clears throat> swear that he was just. He was trying to transition into like teen heartthrob. You know. Oh uh, yeah, of course. Of course and it was. for what whatever reason. God told him that it wasn't the life for him <clears throat> because this was pretty much it for his career. Well, until he started his whole Christian uh, film company, which is making oh, makes money. tons of money. But yeah, he, he, he could have made ten of these t movies. I don't think so. Oh, I, I, really I oh, I think so. Uh, now, just to clarify, uh, yeah. Growing Pains was nineteen eighty five to nineteen ninety two. Wow. So, yes, uh, this is definitely during the early stages of Growing Pains. But what years was he on the show? Because I know in the later years when he went to college, they just kind of, they kind of just talked about him. He well, wasn't it, on the it, show anymore. <laughs> it started in 1985. Like Father, Like Son came out in 1987. Right. So, okay. He was on the show. Well, I think he chose to leave. Uh, yeah, because, but, but because he was, he was when, so... when this film came out, yes, he, he was, was on the on... show. I'm talking about. <laughs> That's oh. all I'm saying. That's the only thing I cared about. <laughs> That's uh, I, <laughs> I, I'm un I'm understanding that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm just talking about how soon after he left the show after this movie because of his quote unquote career that he decided not to do. Decided I mean, not not what, to do that anymore. What career did he decide not to do? Growing pains. Uh, well, because he was having a lot of friction between him and his other cast members. And because, you know, he, he didn't like the whole Hollywood scene. Um, he thought it was... And this is where he's not wrong. Like, fake and disingenuous and sell your soul kind of thing. He, he was very much against all of that because of his religion. <laughs> Unlike... Anyway, uh, and no, no, he was he was uh, he was in the show up to season seven. He's he's got a credit. Okay, he's there. All right. So, I was never a big uh, Growing Pains fan. Never oh, me really neither. Watched the but show, we, but still, there's facts. Of course. Just the facts, ma'am. Just the facts. Just the facts. So, so I challenged Scott to this based off of his challenge to me of the film Watermelon Man. Yes. And uh, the connection I had was. Uh, uh, the the character in Watermelon Man wakes. He's a white man. And he wakes up black, and he has nothing but problems. And it just made immediately made me think body swap movies, uh, right. which this is probably my favorite 
bad body swap movie. I don't think I like a, a, a another bad body swap movie better than this one. You know what? I don't care for this one either, to be honest. <clears throat> and uh... well, this is my favorite bad one. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I have the list of all the body swap movies uh, over the years, and I'm just going through the list. There isn't another body swap movie that I like, a bad one, that I like more than this one. I don't care for Vice Versa either, because Fred Savage I'm not a fan of. And, and yeah, the Daniel problem, Stern. Like, like, and Yeah, but Judge no, Reinhold. The no, problem Judge is Reinhold, like, that's right. Yeah, he, he's too... Um, he's too... Uh, childlike to begin with so it's not a stretch to imagine him playing a child right you know i mean, I mean big's probably the best body swap technically show movie to come out period is that even that's not even really i guess it's a body swap it's a form of body it's not the yeah. official two people trading places but it is somebody that um is in somebody else's body technically his own but as an adult i mean right. if, we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna yeah if we're gonna it's a, sure okay i'll I'll agree that yes, big is big is a good body swap movie. I yes, I'm saying yeah. yeah. Uh, But as far as the bad ones go, like 18 again, yeah, not a fan of that one. Uh, The change up, which is actually quite high, 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. That movie fucking sucked. (laughs) I haven't seen it from the CGI scenes with the babies. Oh, they dude. Have CGI babies? They have CGI babies. <laughs> yeah, this is rated very. I'm very disappointed in the fact that this is so high. Well, you've got two really popular actors that I like as well Jason that's Bateman and. Gotta and be Ryan why. Reynolds. It's gotta be why. Yeah, that's it. It's People pretty like awful. Because they like the actors. Uh, then there's All of Me. That's my favorite. Which. I can't even say that's a bad movie. It doesn't fall into my category of favorite bad body swap movies. No, no, all of me. So is I, not I bad. don't even, I don't even count it. No. Um, I've never even seen this one. This film called All Screwed Up. Oh, came me out, neither. Came out in two thousand nine. Let's Who's see. Who's in that? Uh, China Lane, Jake Waldman, Allison Carter, Thomas, Chris Bascinelli. You know what? It doesn't say it here, but I'm pretty sure this is going to be straight to video. That's direct to video. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looking at the cover. Uh, Seed of Chucky, or the Chucky series. Ch- that's not body swap. Well, he trades, he trades bodies with a doll. No, no, he doesn't trade bodies with a doll. Or he trades. He dies. He dies. He dies and he transfers. And his soul his... possesses the doll. Yeah. That is a possession, uh, inanimate possession movie. That's that's right up there with. Uh, um, that that spinoff from The Conjuring. Oh right, okay. Um, yeah, it's on the list, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. Whoever, whoever put it on that list is wrong. Uh, dream a little dream. Probably uh, that, you know my that, second favorite bad body swap. I, I would say Dream a Little Dream is my favorite bad one, just because there's some great. There's some good actors in that. Oh, there's a lot of cringe moments in it too. Oh, oh tons of cringe, especially like, like whole... this underage girl with the rack where they, they they keep like putting her in sexual positions. Like, dude, what is she twelve? This is oh, horrible. Yeah. Stop. Uh, Meredith Salinger, <laughs> and she's not twelve. She's actually much older, but she's supposed to play you know sixteen years old. Yeah, um, no, yeah, don't do that. I'm, I. But uh, 
Yeah, there's the whole scene with Corey Feldman dancing uh, like Michael Jackson at one point, and she's I'm, she's falling yeah. for it. She's like, "Ooh, yeah!" And it's like, "What the fuck?" Even when this movie came out in 1989, I was just I was like, I couldn't watch. I almost had to turn away. It was so cringeworthy. Uh, uh, now, yeah. Face Off is on the list. It doesn't count no. at all. Um, you know what? No. All right, hold on. The, the the big the big thing with a body swap comedy and uh like like father like son is right. one of those is where the big thing about the film is watching two actors portray one another right so yeah they only swap their faces but they're made to look like each other and they're living each other's lives so i, I still it's don't a think variation it of the theme well then eh, mm. i'm no i'm not gonna allow it I, I, I am. I'm not. I am. <laughs> I'm uh-huh. not. Uh, the, the original Freaky Friday from 76 and the remake from 2003. Don't care mm-hmm. for either one. And uh, there's the... Um, let's the, see. Oh, there was a made-for-TV sequel to Freaky, the original Freaky Friday. Yes, there was. It's on the list. Was, I didn't mention it because it's a TV movie. Yeah, but, and, but it's, it's also based on the book that was the book sequel to Freaky Friday, so it deserves to be mentioned. Oh, Okay. Um, I'm not going to mention this film because it's <laughs> part of the twist, and I don't like to do that. What twist? The, the, if I mention the movie, it kind of ruins it. So I'm. Oh, not. okay. If I mention the movie and that the fact that there's kind of like this, like body swap thing happening, then. It just ruins the whole movie for anyone that, that's never watched it. Yeah, including it on the list of body swap movies is a spoiler of the film. Yeah, it's yeah. dick move. <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, Prelude to a Kiss, Alec Baldwin, Meg Ryan. Um, I didn't hate that one. It's what was that's, that? a, that's the one where Meg Ryan and Alec Baldwin are getting married, and that old man walks up to her and kisses her, and they trade bodies. But you see Meg Ryan, the entire film is only Meg Ryan, this old man and Meg Ryan. Yeah, it's, 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 in, it's interesting. Wait, 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 they swap bodies? Yeah, but they don't, they don't know it. Or you as the viewer don't know exactly, you know it happens, but Meg Ryan doesn't act, she acts weirdly. But you don't see it from the old man's point of view, where Meg Ryan is kind of like in, like the other guy, because he just kind of. How do how, how do we? I have put no this? idea what you're saying. No, what happens is they're getting married. He goes up to her and asks if he give her a kiss. She says yes. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, she feels like weird, and she just slowly gets weirder, and you find out later on. Uh, you kind of suspect it. It's not like it's a surprise or anything that <clears throat> he's he's hopped in her body, but you can't. You don't know where this old guy is anywhere in the movie. You don't see anything does he, from does his he perspective die after he kisses her. Nope, nope. Because he she comes and she doesn't inhabit his body. No, it's not a very a well. He does. He's in her body, but he's in his own body too. No, he just kind of disappears for the whole movie. But, but, I mean, when he kisses her, what happens? Does he walk away? Yes. Out of body swap. Mm, 
I'm not allowing. Well, you know what? I'm not. I'm not sure what happens after he kisses her. Maybe he does just disappear. I, I, I haven't I've, seen the movie in a, in a long time. The movie's 26 never, years old. I don't remember this movie at all. And I'm not a huge Meg Ryan fan. Me She's neither. a bit of a whore. <laughs> it's really. A little bit. I, I wouldn't agree with that, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't agree with that one. Uh, uh, Shrek the Third. You're, you're not reading the, the same books about films that I am, then. Okay. Oh, I, then we need to have a talk about that, then. Because... <laughs> She was like Hollywood's uh, good girl, like perception-wise. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, really? There's some good stuff? Anyway, what was that? Oh, text message. <sighs> what? Who's, who's texting me? I don't know who's texting me. Shrek is a body swap comedy? Shrek the third. It was part of the... It hap- it's part of the hot plot. Why are you texting me? I'm not texting you. I'm right here. Anyway, uh, it's work. Uh, so Shrek the Third, the Skeleton Key, that's the one with um, Kate Hudson. Yeah, but that that like, it, it, yes, yeah, but it's not. In, it, y- yes, yes, but eh. Hey, if you're gonna count, uh, if you're gonna count Face Off. You, you count Skeleton Key. If you're going to allow Face-Off, I'll allow Skeleton Key. <laughs> I'm not going to allow Face-Off. I'm not allowing Skeleton Key. Fine. One of us is right, and we know who that is. <laughs> Me. No, oh, yeah. it's not you. Face-Off doesn't belong anywhere <laughs> near this list. <laughs> uh, the Hot Chick with Rob Schneider, mm-hmm. which is a, it's a body swap. Yeah. It's a shitty body swap. Uh, you've already mentioned Vice Versa. Yep. Uh, the Shaggy Dog. <laughs> Not a body swap. Uh, I kind of he 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 no, go he, he go, turns into he a turns dog. into he, a he dog. Yeah. Yeah, he turns into a. Now dog. you know what actually I. Yeah, and you know what the new film with Kevin Spacey Nine Lives is also it's a same thing. He turns into a cat. Right. Or Not does he? Swap. Or does he turn into the family cat? Yeah, but he turns into the cat. The cat doesn't go into his body. It's not a swap. It isn't swap. That is correct. All right. right. So that's this is the list that I have. I'm sure there is others, but. Uh, well, that that one with the uh, the chick, uh, eighteen again, or did you mention that one? I did mention eighteen again. What, what's the other one? Uh, eighteen going on eighty. Is there a film called Eighteen Going on Eighty? Something oh, like oh! It's the one with uh, Jennifer Garner, thirteen going on thirty. That's it, thirteen going on thirty. I got yeah. that mixed up with eighteen again. Okay. Yeah, that's not on the list, and that was one of the more popular ones. That one actually made money. And that one's more like big. Again, that's a variation on the theme. It she is a swap body. She becomes an she adult. She just becomes yeah. an adult. Yep. Right. Which, but that is falling in the theme of Watermelon Man, uh, body transmogrification. Okay. Yes, which is so, yes. how we got started with the whole thing. It just Watermelon Man just made me think body swap and these types sure. of films. Right. So we're we're dealing with like Father Like Son, nineteen eighty seven, Dudley Moore and Kurt Cameron, uh, a do, uh, a uh, very very uh, accomplished surgeon and his son who is in high school. Right. And his best and, friend uh, Trigger, who's played by Sean Astin, pretty it, much fresh off the heels of Goonies fame. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was right, uh, he did this, and then kind of... He's a little older than Goonies in this. 
two years, but they were filming Goonies in 84. Yeah, and oh, okay. So right. this is like three years, so he kind of like just sprouted. Uh, that's why he looks so much older in this. But even even though he has a small part in the film, I liked his character, especially when he's talking to his uncle. Yeah, nice but talking he's like to the same old character, but he's the same old character. It's like, it, it's so, it's your cliche best friend who's the smart ass and he's the kind of, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> and believe me, there are plenty of films that have that where I don't like the best friend. He's he's just enough in the movie. I, I was indifferent about him. I, I He was phoning it in and rightfully show. So, see, now here, here's the thing about the film. Now, I, I do want to mention briefly that uh, when we talked about this movie last episode, we had mentioned that Kirk Cameron's in the film and the screenwriter is Lorne Cameron. Uh, they are not related. Right. <laughs> it is not an nepotism thing. And this was her first screenplay, and I'm not impressed with anything else on her resume. What else does she have on there? Uh, well, <clears throat> uh, first night. Ooh. Boy. <laughs> and then after that, a lot of TV stuff and direct video stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Sean Astin, he kind of kind of didn't do much after after this until he got uh, to a film called Toy Soldiers. Yeah, which don't was actually, forget Toy Soldiers. Which was actually, I liked, well, I remember liking Toy Soldiers a lot. I, no, Toy Soldiers is not a bad film. It's, it's you know, Die Hard in a... Um, kids. In a uh, like, kids, uh, what, what do you call it? Uh, the military school. Military school setting, yeah. Got Lou Gatsit. Lou Gatsit. Yeah, no, I Toy Soldiers was was not a bad film, and it, by that point he's like he's like definitely into the studly uh, teen role right. there, Mister Aston. Oh yeah, well because yeah. from that point then he mm -hmm. gets gets Encino Man, and then he gets mm -hmm. Rudy, you know. So his career was actually doing pretty good, and then he gets Lord of the Rings, and he never has to work again. Right. He he, he but he he buffed out between like Father Like Son and uh, Toy Soldiers. He actually. Uh, combated with his weight a lot he uh like before before he got lord of the rings he was actually starting to get back in shape again and peter mm -hmm. jackson told him he goes listen if you're playing samwise you got to put on like 40 or 50 pounds <laughs> and he's like i just lost all this weight i just like really got back in shape again but he's like how do you turn down lord of the rings <laughs> so how many lives? How many lives did he fucking destroy to make Lord of the Rings? Yeah. He's fattening up. Uh, he, he's fattening up him. He's got Elijah Wood. He's beating Elijah Wood with a stick off screen every other day, so he always right. has that frightened look in his eyes. <laughs> it's sad. He's just like Viggo, Viggo Mortensen has to run screaming from the, from the role that like actually brings him to American audiences where right. they pronounce his name properly now. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and Will then he not destroy. Yeah, and then he got back in shape again. I mean, he's up and down with his weight, but he uh, he actually um, did. You watch that documentary called Video Game Video Games, the documentary. There was a documentary about video games and and just from the birth of video games till pretty much now, and uh, it was a about Atari. Huh? I think I watched the one that's focused more on Atari. Yeah, well, he narrated uh, and and he did one. Uh, that just is the birth to up until like last year, and it was actually really good. It was one of those um, crowdfunded ones, um, shit, uh, like a GoFundMe type. You know, uh -huh. people donated yeah. it and they made the documentary, and uh, he's in it, and it's actually very good. Now, my thing with this film, and I think one of the reasons we're, why I still we're enjoy, back on the, we're yeah, back we're, on the like father like son. Yeah, the one of the okay. reasons why. 
I enjoy this film so much is just my absolute love for Dudley Moore. Now, me too, but I don't know. I, I just I just love Dudley Moore so much, you know. I I really okay. do. Now, this film was obviously made to cash in on the body swap craze that was going on. I believe vice versa was like the first one on the scene. Was it the I mean, first? I mean, in this time period. Freaky Friday, obviously. But then, in this... I remember, the first film I remember coming out was Vice Versa. Let me just put it that way. I, I haven't looked into the release dates and everything. I'm going to tell you, Vice Versa came out in 88. So this came out first. Really? Yeah, so this was first. But here's the thing. This came out in 87. All of these other films that came out, like Vice Versa, came out in 88. 18 again came out in 88. Mm-hmm. Um, now, and that says something to me because one of the things you, if you read into the making of Like Father, Like Son, this film went from conception in the boardroom, like pitching it, mm-hmm. to in the can in like a year. Oh, really? Yeah, this film was made quickly. And it shows in the screenplay, which I feel is extraordinarily mediocre. Well, yeah, it's a teen comedy. Um, uh, Dream well, a Little Dream came out in 89, so they were just really banging them out. Let's put it this way. Dream a Little Dream is a complex movie compared to this. <laughs> it's just, it pains me to, to agree. Friday, it pains me to agree with you. Compared to Freaky Friday, well, this yeah. is a very basic by-the-books movie. Oh, yeah. You know, here's the father, here's the son. The father's responsible, the son's not. The father is, is, uh, is um, very... Um, what's the word? Because I don't have any of it. Uh, oh, professional. <laughs> self-assure. Self-assure. Oh. The son is very shy and awkward, and then they swap bodies, and hilarity ensues. <laughs> and, and and a lot of the stuff is very basic. All the best parts of the film are in the trailer. I'm watching the film, and, I, and I'm remembering the trailer as I go. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that part and that part. I remember seeing all those. I, and I've seen this um, movie so many times growing up. I really didn't need to watch it to do this tonight. Actually, but there's just so many scenes that I just like, oh, there's that scene that's coming up. It's like the whole movie, I did that. Honestly, I didn't remember much of it because I'm I'm a huge Dudley Moore fan. I saw this once as a kid and I was done. I never, (laughs) I don't think I revisited this film, maybe once. This was was on Cinemax constantly. Yeah, I I switched channel. It it was always on. It's just one of those films that never captured me. And I think a lot of it just has to do with the dialogue is very plain. I mean, it's no, just comedy. Like Sean Astin, everything he says is so just, like, just basic. Just okay. Here's the smart ass kid. He's gonna make the comments. Oh look, he's alienated everybody by saying smart things in the classroom. The it's just very. There's no real surprises to it. I'm not, and, and obviously, I'm I'm not criticizing. Yeah, no, the I, I know, I know where you're going, and I know what you're saying, but there's, this isn't that kind of movie. I mean, it's just. I know. Again, I'm not criticizing the film for not being groundbreaking, but I mean, uh, like, okay, they swap bodies, and then Dudley Moore in Kirk Cameron's body, the first thing he does is he takes his credit card, and they, they go shopping, and then he hits, right. like, a, 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 an adult bar, which, uh, it's... <laughs> I mean, what would every, you do if you were 16, and then you're now 40? All, all I'm saying is that for a film... It's by the book. That's I'm not saying bad as far as like, oh, yeah, oh, you're stupid. Just by the book. Just, oh, this is what a teenager would do. Oh, this is what an adult would do in high school. Very by the book. Very straightforward. 
Yeah. And 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 it's dull in that regard. I love Dudley Moore too, and I like his bad films too. I still like uh, um, uh, Crazy People. Not a good oh. film, but he's great in it. I uh, <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in that movie is one of the crazy guys. They ask him what he wants, and he's like, "I want a limo and a hand job." <laughs> I don't know why that resonated with me. Why I remembered it that, even to this day. Was that Uncle Floyd? <laughs> that was not Uncle Floyd. Wasn't? Oh, okay. No, it was just one of the other guys. All right. Uh, but he's just it's like, "What do you want? I I, I want a limo. I don't want a hand job." <laughs> but it was just this the, the to be so specific that that he chose hand job over blow job or even like any other form of sex. But it was just like hand job is funnier. Two favorite, two favorite parts. I know we're not reviewing yeah. crazy people, but my right. two favorite parts. One part is when he's he's um, committing Dudley Moore. Paul Reiser's committing Dudley Moore, and Dudley Moore just tells him, "You're doing this because I'm short, aren't you?" <laughs> I don't know. I always like that, especially because you know Paul Reiser's short too. Yeah. And uh, the, the other Moore one was, like, was what, when they're they're, uh, they're they're trying to copy what the crazy people are doing by doing something honest. So they're having a board meeting. Says, "Damn it, tell me something honest." He's like, I, I like little boys. <laughs> Dead silence. Not you, sh- asshole, about the product. <laughs> Just, I don't know. Uh, no, but here's what I mean. Like, like even that film had these those funny little off kilter moments. Right. Like this film. Like, uh, oh, okay. What, what's the, what, what's the teenager gonna do home alone? He's watching MTV both times we see him. Uh, you know. Oh, uh, Kirk, Kirk Cameron and Dudley Moore's body. He's left home alone for an hour. A home he's probably been alone in many many times in his life right and what's he do he, he's like pulling a uh a risky business he's got the music cranked up he's dancing on the table it's just it's so cliche that there's no really inspired humor in it i i don't think i was looking for that i but I, i'm i'm just explaining why the no, film no, never no, impressed I, well, me. no I, I i i get all of that That's believe all. me uh i think i have a soft spot for it because it is a film that i did watch a lot when i was a kid mm-hmm. and it's one of those scenarios where it's like man you know i'm 12 or 10 whatever it was when this movie came out i was 11 so it's like it's like yeah look at that he swaps bodies he gets to do cool stuff fun stuff he gets to drive he gets to hit on on women and they they're like they want to hit hit on him back um i don't know it's just a film i grew up with as an as an adult now i i look past and i agree with Mm -hmm. everything you're saying i just look past it and here, here's a few nitpicky things. Now, we'll, right. now we'll get into the Scott's nitpicking. Okay. The whole that now the film starts off with your basic, and I think vice versa starts the same way, where we have an origin story of how the body swap thing happens. Right. Uh, this old guy gets wounded in in the desert somewhere, and Native American a Native American tribe uh, finds him, and they have this ancient technique where if somebody's injured and in great pain, instead of actually just Anesthesia, you know, giving them some kind of anesthesia, knocking them out. They give them a chemical that swaps their body with somebody for a limited period of time, because that's easier. Sure. Than just like knocking them out. Right. <laughs> Moving on. So. Uh, I thought the same sh- thing. I was just like, sh- why yeah. don't they just tell them to bite on a fucking stick and get over it? <laughs> they don't want to rock. What the fuck? Here, have some whiskey, and uh, shut the fuck up. You know the fire water? Stop hoarding it. Come on. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what they used to do? They just get them drunk. Yeah, or yeah, or just hit them with a rock. You know. Yeah. 
The Three Stooges. A hammer in the head. That's it. Bam. You didn't have to, you didn't have to trade places with Shemp. What the fuck? Uh, all right. Anyway, regardless, a that anyway. sets up the tone. You, you meet the you meet the father and son. Um, Sean Astin lives across the street. His uncle is the guy that that was there, and he has the mind transference drug. Sean Astin steals some, and he puts it in a Tabasco sauce bottle because we all have empty Tabasco sauce bottles laying around. And Tabasco sauce is red. This bottle has clear liquid in it. Dudley Moore puts clear Tabasco sauce in his Bloody Mary. Who the fuck? <laughs> I don't care how distracted you are. Clear Tabasco sauce is a warning sign. <laughs> And before uh, now, before they swap bodies, I, I'm I'm just gonna burn through a couple of these. Okay. Here, here do you have something just, to add to that? No, I'm just gonna I... let I'm just gonna let you go. Okay. Here, here's here's the one that really bothered me. The when they, when asked when Sean Aston brings over trigger brings over the the mind transfer serum. Yeah. They test it on a cat and dog. The cat and dog swap bodies. Which they never cure. <laughs> yeah, they never cure that. <laughs> And then it comes back later. It's like, oh, hey, we forgot to cure the cat and dog. Shit, you know, let's make another road trip. <laughs> but here, when they swap bodies, in order to display that they swap bodies, they have the cat barking and the dog meowing. Right. Which is physically impossible, one. And two, if that's the case, how come Dudley Moore and Kurt Cameron don't swap voices? And at the if, even if that was not a possibility... How come they don't give Kirk Cameron the fucking British accent? <laughs> uh, you think this was all maybe tested in a in a boardroom, and they're like, "Yeah, we this is not going to work." No, no, I don't. I think this film was rushed to jump into. I don't know what the first body swap film was, but uh, again, the first one out is usually Freaky the copy. Friday. This is oh, the first oh, one oh. out. What this was? I thought you were talking about the first ever. Um, I think this was the first mainstream one which kicked off like five more i i don't think so i my this film was create made so fast i've got a feeling that that i would say vice versa or one of the other ones or maybe more than one of the other ones was in development coming out oh, they found I, out it's again this is one of those i don't ones, i oh, don't disagree with that right so this was nine times out of ten the first film out is the copy we've talked about that sure i the fact that this film was made was you know again concept screenplay produced in like a year's time this film was rushed out the screenplay really feels it so i think a lot of the stuff was just like all right well you know what we don't have time to dick with this shit because we're just making a comedy and it's getting it out there you know so yeah. we're not gonna pull you know we don't care even big it, came out in 1988 with all the others mm -hmm. there's, there's like four body swap movies in 1988 alone <laughs> i i would now big you gotta imagine big taking more than just a year to make um, Big itself was probably out there. I mean, in pre-production, I'm saying stuff like that. Yeah, the no, they're, out there. they were probably filming that a, a whole year. Exactly. So, so that's a film that was probably already, you know, in the works. With okay, let's let's slam this out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this film has all the feelings of let's rush this out to make to to beat everybody else. <clears throat> Again, I, honestly, I don't think it's a bad film, but it's just very. It's it's like a straight five. It's one of those middle-of-the-road films. It's all basic. Uh, you know, the, those nitpicky things I mentioned are just little examples of how this wasn't like, a, yo, let's, let's, this is great. Let's roll with the idea. No, it's okay. Let's, let's fucking put this on paper and get it in the fucking can. Yeah. No, you know, definitely. No, no one's like, well, gee, a shopping spree, that's kind of cliche. Is it? And they're like, no, fuck, get it, get it done. 
We got Kirk Cameron. He's hot. He's he's in the, that TV show. Great. We have a name. We have Dudley Moore. He's he's a great comedian. By the way, this is like the last film he did before he found out he was dying of brain uh, that brain disease. Oh God, really? Six years later, dead. <sighs> that oh, that still kind of annoys me. That yeah, <laughs> him too. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he, he was diagnosed like just like. Either the year or the year after this film came out. That's awful. Yeah, and then it was just boom. It, you know, six years later, gone. Dudley I believe Moore. he lived in New Jersey uh, during this. He, he was. Years. He died in Plainfield, which is only about right. fifteen minutes from here. I still I work in I Plainfield area. Yeah, I found when I found out later, it's like oh, I like I found out the road he lived on. I was like oh shit, that road is like that's a turn one turn off away from where I worked. Yeah, I was like, shit, I would have gone and visited. No, I wouldn't have, uh, obviously, but still. <laughs> he died, uh, actually, are you sure it was after this film? Because he died in 2002. Like, Maybe my numbers are off. It's, it's really I read, off. It's I read like 15 years later. After, I, I read he was diagnosed after this film. Well, he might have been diagnosed. It might have just taken right. a really long time to die from I, whatever I, he had. I, all right, yeah, I, I can't ver I, I can't swear on it. I read it in one location. I didn't I didn't back it up by checking alter, alternate sources. It also says cause of death was pneumonia. I'm well. I'm yeah. sure it was. You know. Yeah, that's what kills you when you have AIDS too. Because well, no, no, no. Just, I know. I'm not saying right that that's not how he died, but yeah. it was complications from the brain disease. Or he just liked skiing. It was progressive supranuclear palsy. That's why I said the the brain disease. <laughs> <laughs> a, disease a disease for which there is no treatment. Mm. And no initials. Um, if it was, was MS, I could have just said that, you know, yeah. or... But no, they have to give it the long name. And, and, and then uh, it no says he was deeply affected uh, by the January 1995 death of Peter Cook by a gastrointestinal hemorrhage at the age of 57. More organized a two-day memorial to Cook in Los Angeles. That was held in November of 95, less than four years later in September of 99. Moore announced that he was afflicted with the progressive super supernuclear palsy. All right, the information I read was completely wrong then. I apologize. And it <sighs> says he died in Watchung, New Jersey, but IMDb says Plainfield, New Jersey. Either way, the 15 minutes from my house. Yeah. Kirk Cameron is still alive. <laughs> There is no God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually just grabbed Arthur 2 on the rocks the other day. <laughs> yeah. I still like that one. You know, you know, not bad. No, I, I don't it, think it was a bad film. It's it, not it's not great, but it's... They, they, sh they shouldn't have done a sequel? No. They seriously shouldn't have done a remake. And you know what? I, I, I tip of the hat to... Um, uh, are you talking about the English guy that did the remake? Yeah, what's his name? Um, Bert. Bert. No. God damn it, Bertrand. Ah. Whoa. Why is my brain fucking Russell Brand? Killed? Thank you, Russell okay, Brand. I got Bertram go. for some reason in my head. Russell Brand, you know, to his credit, came out and said, "Yeah, I, I should have done it. I shouldn't have done it, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, came out. I've actually like I, I've grown to like him more and more. Uh, and, and Arthur was like Arthur and um, get uh, get the Greek." Or whatever it was, get him to that the Greek. Did with Jonah Hill. Get him to the Greek. Get him to the Greek. Yeah, those two films were like okay. I first saw Russell Brand in, um, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. 
Yes. And it was like I was trying not to like him, and I couldn't help but like him. I was like, damn it. First, well, I want to I want to hate this guy, but I just like him. Regardless. I, I don't like that movie. Um, but well, No, me neither. I, we, we did a bad movie episode on we it. We did. It was one of the first episodes we did. I think it was episode yeah. two or three. Two or three. Yeah, it was like, um, it, like the, one of the first. But my favorite scene in that movie is where they're all at the table uh, or dinner. And he's like, I don't want to make this awkward or whatever. Not Russell Brand, but what's his face? Um, the guy that couldn't forget Sarah Marshall, him. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I don't want to make this awkward. And then Russell Brand, he's like, well, now it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was had, just a very, it was just very delivery. yeah. It was just a very genuine scene. He's like, well, now it is. It's awkward and, and, though. Yeah, and, and like I'm a big fan of his stand-up comedy and his political commentary, humorous political commentary. Yeah, I've heard his um, podcast uh, a few times. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, but but it's like Arthur. It's like, I, I still haven't seen it, and and apparently he he's he agrees with me. <laughs> so. But yeah, like Arthur too. People, a lot of people shit on it, and I agree they shouldn't have made it. But it's not that bad. I, I thought they did well for for the for a film that was never conceived of having a sequel in the first place. Yeah, you know they didn't they didn't make Arthur and think, okay, this is a franchise coming up. No, it was like we got ten million bucks and we have a spot in May that yeah. we can release just, it in. I believe that yeah. was a summer movie. I'm almost positive it was a summer movie. Probably. I'm gonna look. Horrible advertising. Horrible, horrible. Terrible. Oh. Although I don't hate the poster with him with the sign. Can you spare 800 million or 750 million? Oh, I meant the first film. Trailers. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. No, um, no I, I hate. Oh, that I, is I, an I awful poster. I like the original poster better than the one that they have on IMDb, which is just him with Lisa Minnelli and she's holding the top hat. It's like no, the original oh, no. one where he's holding the sign that says "Can you spare 750 million dollars." Talking the sequel. The sequel. Right, okay, because the original, I like the original poster with him in the bathtub. Oh, I love that. Even though it's a shitty poster, I still like it. But isn't he in the bathtub in the sequel's poster, too, holding a sign? Hold no, he's, he's like standing in or New York. Or is he like in a car or something? He's like standing in New York City or something like that. Oh, I gotta find out now. No, and that's one of the, that's one of the things that uh, keep me from trashing this film, is that I love Dudley Moore, and I, I honestly don't think Dudley Moore or Kirk Cameron really did a great job in this film. I don't think either one accurately portrayed the other actor or a character when they were playing each other. And here's something else that bothered me a little bit. Um, so when they spotty swap, they have to give like characteristics to each other to so that you get the feeling that there's somebody different, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things they do with Dudley Moore is when he goes to the hospital, he's chewing gum. He starts chewing gum. Yeah, and a lot of it. A lot of it, and incessantly for like the first half of like the second act, or <laughs> you know, or through the second act. Then when he tries to smoke a cigarette out of whatever weird reason, uh, where he's getting I the like gum. That. No, I didn't mind it either. It's just he's getting so much gum stuck to the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> but but my, my my problem with it was. And I went back, I actually rewatched the first third of the film, or I, I skimmed through it, but I wanted to confirm, Kirk Cameron doesn't chew gum at all. No. In the first part of the film. The first part of the film, is, is that whole first act is setting up these two characters so we know what they're dealing with, and but also how they act, because we're going to see the other actors emulating them. This char- he, he does not chew gum at all at any point. 
in the first part of the film, no. nor does he after that part in the film. Now, yes, this the character could at one point just decide to chew gum. I'll give you that. You don't have to have a reason to chew fucking gum. But in a film as thin as this, it's glaring. It's a crutch. Yeah, because it's... it's it is the whole thing with him making friends with his uh, with the um, interns that I liked. That was okay. Um, this what I don't understand is this shy the shy Kurt Cameron. As soon as he gets in the Dudley Moore's body, he's like this party animal. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get that part. He's outgoing. Uh, Arthur Two came out July eighth, nineteen eighty eight. So it was it, they tried to put it in between all the blockbusters. Uh huh. Which what came out in, a, in July? I think that was Die Hard came out in '88. That in July. Yeah, that was smart. And the first <laughs> Arthur was uh, when was that? Eighty-one. Eighty-one. I think it was eighty-one. All, 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 ah, mother, fuck you. I do. I did a quick type, and, and all came up with is the remake. Yeah, eighty-one. You're correct. Okay. Yeah. So now I got to look at the movies that came out in '88. Oh my God! Like eighteen again, came out in January, nineteen eighty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Oof! Ouch! What? I'm just looking at all these movies that came out in '88, like Spellbinder, uh, Illegally Yours, Little Nikita. Uh, <laughs> little, little Nikita's not little, bad. I never thought that was a bad movie, but it came out it's in not. January. You you know why it came out in February why? or January? Why is that? Um. Oh, here's a. Yeah, Return of the Living Dead Part 2, January release. It's the, like, re the American remake, Little Nikita. Oh, no, Little Nikita. I'm thinking with, of... Um, Little Nikita, the one with River Phoenix. River Phoenix. Where, uh, where he uh, finds uh, out he's the son of, like, Russian spies. Okay, I'm going to sound really stupid now. I'm thinking of the one with the female assassin. La Femme Nikita. La Femme Nikita. <laughs> <laughs> totally different film. Yeah. Uh, and, and totally. Uh, yeah, and I believe that came out, like, a few years later. I've never seen Little Nikita. Um, the Couch Trip, fucking Walter Matthau. Oh yeah, and Dan Aykroyd. For, uh, that that yep. film, I don't. Did that film do well because it shouldn't have. Um, it made eleven million. As long yeah, as if it cost less than that, it did okay. <laughs> I don't think it did. Uh, Walter Matthau and Dan Aykroyd. I really don't think it did. Uh, for keeps. Return of the Living Dead Part Two came out January fifteenth. <laughs> <laughs> did we do Return of Living Dead Part Two? I think we did. Yeah. Uh, no. I remember, we, uh, I remember loving that as a kid. Yeah. And going back and watching it now. Holy shit! What a yeah, bad movie. For a split second, I thought it was just Return of the Living Dead. Uh, <laughs> so. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's a mistake. It came out in January. That's a good movie. It's like, oh wait, that's Part Two. That's the scene near the end where they're all getting electrocuted, and then a couple of zombies. Or at least one steps out in the Michael Jackson thriller outfit. One, yeah, one dan dances across. <laughs> yeah, and, and, uh, that that was probably the most inspired part of that movie. Yeah. Put it that way. Uh, Bro uh, Broddick missing in action part three. <laughs> Braddock, Brad wait, Broddick, Braddock, 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 Braddock. Um, well, it's eighties, Joey. It's eighties. There are no good films in the eighties. Even the bad ones are. are even, even the, the good ones, ones are bad. Uh, Come on, Serpent in the Rainbow. I still like that movie. Well, very well. That was like the closest that Wes Craven came to like a, a, a good film. Yeah, Th that wasn't like Freddy related. Right. Well, I think um, Red Eye, which he did years later. 
Still haven't seen it. Which is actually very good. It's, it's a thriller. It. It's not horror or anything like that. It's just a you know suspense thriller. It's very good. Um, Serpent of the Rainbow was kind of kind of suspense. It's not really a horror film. It's straight. not really horror. There's a couple yeah. of horror thematic moments, you know. But I saw other, that in the theater. The trailer is creepy. It makes yeah. you it makes it makes oh, it look more like a horror film than it actually is. Don't bury me. I'm not dead. <laughs> Uh, Action Jackson. <laughs> Action Jackson! <laughs> Bloodsport, yes. uh, Hairspray, all in February. It's all 88, right? All 88, and, then, and, then, and that's February. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's go to March. Uh, nothing really in... Uh, DOA in March. I like DOA. Police okay. Academy 5, Assignment Miami Beach. You know what? DOA is a remake of a classic film. That just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Yep. I think I, st- I think it was a, a very competent remake. Oh, I thought DOA was an excellent remake. Nice noir style to it. It, it, it's it one, kept the. Uh, it's yeah. one. Of the, it's one of those movies that I remember renting as a kid and watching it with my father. And my father did a complete 180 on the film. He started off hating it, and by the end of the film, he loved it, which is very weird for my father because my father does not like good movies. <laughs> Uh, and neither neither did my mother, but I remember just we're watching it. And my father's like, "This movie's a piece of shit," because nothing was <laughs> happening. But right. but I'm like, "Father, <laughs> they're trying to do something like plot structure <laughs> and character development. I want action. I want to see something happen." And then it just slowly, as soon as he gets poisoned, and he knows he only has a certain amount of time to live, and he's trying to figure out who did it to him, it just there, yeah. it just my father full 180 completely turned and your around your father probably wasn't familiar with the original film either no not right. at all yeah. mm-hmm. uh biloxi blues johnny b good and beetlejuice beetlejuice Fil- i saw that in the theater filled out actually, uh, the rest I of i saw March. beetlejuice in the theater while pat and, and some of the other guys went to see biloxi blues oh really i was like fuck that i'm gonna go see beetlejuice ah. and i i still don't regret that decision <laughs> uh bright lights big city stand and deliver Bad yeah. Dreams. This is April uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, bad, bad Dreams. Um, it's got the kid from um, the kid from uh, Summer School in it, yep. and the guy from uh, Reanimator in it. That's right. And it was um, kind of it was it was supposed to be kind of like a, a pseudo trade off on on uh, Freddy Krueger because the main this this enig- enigmatic character was like burned alive and yeah I, yeah it wasn't bad no it was, it, no. Uh, Lady in White, which I realize I don't have in my collection. I should get that. A very straightforward and competent uh, ghost film. Yeah. Uh, The Unholy, Casual Sex, Critters 2. Casual Sex with um, with, uh, The Dice Man. The Dice Man, Andrew Clay, as he was known at that time. Uh, The Unholy, what was The Unholy? Um, I'm trying to buy... You know what's weird? The numbers, which is probably my favorite website as far as looking at this stuff uh it says it's an action film and i don't remember it being an action film i don't i'm trying to remember if i've seen the unholy is the unholy Uh was that kind of like the western like no uh, a a priest battles a demon that kills sinners in the act of sinning and it wasn't in the wild 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 west or something like that no and i don't think I've, i've seen this film or like in the west I, I don't think I ever got around. I want to wanna say I want to say that I have seen this movie. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. 
Hmm. I never got around to seeing it. You know, it's funny. I, I put in the Unholy and IMDb and the recommendation, because as people who also like this also liked Chud 2, Bud the Chud. It's like, I don't think so. <laughs> well, m- mine said Highway to Hell. So there you go. Ah, Highway to Hell. Ah, ah. Uh, okay, let's finish out. April. See how we've like totally gotten past <laughs> like Father Like Son? <laughs> uh, colors, which... That was that was actually had a lot of controversy when it came out. That's the one with Sean Penn and Robert Duvall about gangs and the colors that they wear. What was the, what was the controversy around that? The fact that it portrayed gangs. The fact that it portrayed gangs and that there was uh, an uptick in gang violence when it came out. Yeah, because you know what they did? They pulled that with the Warriors too. When the Warriors came out, it's like yeah, there's all these uh, there's all this violence happening in movie theaters. It's, yeah, because the fucking gangs went to see it. Yeah. And then they were pissed off. Like, what the fuck's this baseball player bullshit? These aren't gangs. Yeah, that's what happens. You, you, you tell the gangbangers that there's going to be a movie on gangbangers. They go to the movie theaters. This isn't they get pissed, and then they start ripping up shit. <laughs> and then uh, Above the Law, which I actually saw in a movie theater. I saw that. Oh, um, Above the Law above is the law Seagal with one Steven with... Seagal. That's the first movie that he did. Which Is that the one where he's in the coma? That's the one where he breaks uh, Henry Silva's arm, like... Like, he holds it back and then straight up. That's that famous scene where he breaks his arm backwards. What's the plot? What's the plot? Well, he's a cop. Uh, yeah, I, that Doesn't play by the rules. Um, yeah, but but he just, used to be... Um, was it Vietnam or something like that? No, 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 no. no. What? What, what's, the, what's happening? What's he up against? Oh, politicians. Okay. Like, you know, corrupt <laughs> politicians. All right, this, is, this, isn't, this isn't the one where he's in a coma, and this isn't the one no, where he's dealing that's, with the Jamaican. That's hard to kill. And the other one with the Jamaicans is there was that whole like one or two years where they were making all these Jamaican gang movies like Predator Two <laughs> and and that one. What the fuck was the name of that one? Hard to Kill is the one where he's in a coma. Okay. The that ja- makes sense. That doesn't make sense. The Jamaican one. Oh, Above the Law is the one where the guy's on a rampage, right? No, that's uh, out no? out for justice. Out for justice. Okay, that's right. I know too many Seagal movies. Yeah, you do. But what, which one's Hard to Kill? <laughs> hard to Kill is the one where he, he was in that film with his wife, Kelly LeBrock. Yeah, yeah, but but what's the plot? Of Hard to Kill <laughs> or Above the Law? Above the Law is Dirty Politicians. Hard to Kill. No, Hard to Kill. Um, He's another cop. And I guess he's, if I remember correctly, he sees something or is protecting someone. And No, they, no. Hard to Kill. He's in a coma. Yeah, and he gets I mean, shot up and ends up in a coma, and he comes back thought, out to get revenge. I thought you said this wasn't the coma one. Hard to kill is the coma one. Above the okay, law I, is dirty politicians. I, I thought you said hard to kill wasn't the coma one. No, oh, God, I should be in a coma after that. <laughs> no, I just looked it up. Hard to kill is the coma one. I, yeah. I thought you said that wasn't it. I didn't know. <laughs> I, 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 maybe I misheard you. Maybe you're wrong. And then you the said the, the, the Rampage one. I gave you the right name for that. She did. I'm... I'm I like the one with the uh, nuclear waste. Marked for death. That's the Jamaican one. Right. The nuclear waste one, that's on deadly ground. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's the one with Michael Caine. (laughs) Yeah, Michael Caine with the crazy... Or wait a minute, is Michael Caine... Which one is that? Is that... um, That's not the one with Michael Caine. The one with Michael Caine is... It's not? Is it the one with Michael... Yeah, it is. No, that's it. Okay, all right. All right, I shouldn't have doubted myself. For whatever reason, I thought Fire Down Below was the one with Michael Caine. But no, it is... Yeah. 
Fire down below is the one I'm thinking about. Fire down isn't fire down below the nuclear, the nuclear waste. No, it's it is on deadly ground. Michael Caine is uh, he's a douchebag oil you know guy, and it says right here, uh, mystical martial artist, environmentalist agent takes on ruthless oil corporation. Or well, shit, you know what? He made a couple of films or two or three movies with I, about the environment like that. Yeah, where that was like the main. Uh, plot. No, I think it's fire down below is the one I'm talking about. That's because getting nuclear waste underground. Fine, big business uh, environmentalist yeah, yeah, protection cause, agent. <laughs> yeah, because the fire down below, he 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 thwarts the 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 nuclear the nuclear yep, waste. Yeah, it is people. toxic waste. Yep, you're right. Yeah, toxic waste, and he builds a porch for uh, for um for um Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> At do, the do. end, Harry Dean Stanton dances for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I really remember about the film. Honestly, all I remember is toxic waste. He builds a porch for Harry, uh, Harry Dean Stanton. You know, there was a point in time where he could pretty much get anything he wanted made. He made like three movies where he, the character himself, is an environmentalist. Yeah. <laughs> when he was an executive decision, that was really Kurt Russell's movie. But when he showed up in that and then died almost immediately, I was so happy. Someone wrote a book uh, about why they killed and, him in that. No, 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 no. Oh. Someone wrote a book on, on um, Seagal. Yeah, on Steven Seagal uh, about all his films. And some it's of them like were a, mafia driven. It's like a thick book, and it's like it, like it, it treats his whole the whole Steven Seagal oeuvre like this its own like film genre. It, it's just insane. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I've never read it, but I remember seeing it a couple times. Like, oh shit, this so, looks insane. So this book is for, it, like, it's in favor it's about, of it's like Steven it's, it's, like, it's like a film theory. It, it takes all the films and like breaks them down as if you were talking about like uh, Robert Altman. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find the, the book right now. Okay, so moving on to May, you got films like Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, The New Blood, Crocodile Dundee Two, Rambo Three. And dead heat, <laughs> dead heat. Dead Heat. I have dead to go heat. back and watch Rambo 3 again. I don't remember. All I remember of that is The Wall of Fire. That's it. That's yeah. all I remember from the film. And of course, it had one of the most famous lines from a, random, a Rambo film is, Who are you? I'm your worst nightmare. I'm your worst nightmare. Yeah. Who are you? He's like very okay. Russian heavy accent. Who are you? <laughs> I, I'm your worst nightmare. Yeah, I have to plug this book, and I'm, I have to get it now, too. Um it was written. Uh, it's it's an old book. Uh, what was the release date on this book? Um, 2012. So it's not as old as I'm thinking. Really? No. It's no. It's older than that. It's older than that. That's that's just the, the release I'm looking at. It's called Seagology, a story <laughs> of a story of the ass kicking films of Steven Seagal. Oh my God. Uh, by by Vern. Ver that's the name of the author. Vern. Vern. The, the book is five over 500 pages. Jesus. Yeah. It's just. I remember seeing it in the bookstores. Like it's thick Man. and it's just like this really goes in depth into all of steven seagal's films <sighs> okay oh, this is the, all right this is the update and this is the updated and expanded edition yeah but this book's older than that oh uh june films like big which cost 18 million made 114 million domestically funny mm -hmm. farm poltergeist 3 <laughs> which we also reviewed uh, yeah, we, we, we reviewed Dead Heat too. We were, there's a lot of films we reviewed in this year. Jackson uh, Jackson, we reviewed. We reviewed Action Jackson. Uh, let's see what else came out. Red Heat, 
Schwarzenegger and Belushi, The Grand Didn't Outdoors. We, do we did not do Red Heat. Oh no, Holly made me watch Red Heat because she—that's one of her favorite. Uh, oh God, um, I saw that in a her, movie theater too. That's her—that's her favorite Schwarzenegger Belushi film. Isn't that the only Schwarzenegger Belushi movie? I believe so. <laughs> okay, uh, Waxwork, Who Framed Roger oh. Rabbit, and Coming to welcome, America. Welcome to the Waxwork. Yes. Coming to America. I don't know. I for that. Coming I like to it, America for me is what. I said I like it, but... To me, it's like Spaceballs. It's this film that everybody seems to just acknowledge as being this great comedy, and I'm always like, eh, it was okay. Yeah, it, it, that's how I always felt about it. I like yeah. it, but I don't ever expect me to put it in a list. You know, you know what it is, too? Like, if you get around people that aren't movie people like you and I, they're like casual movie people, they've only ha they only remember like 10 or 20 or 30 films they ever saw in their lives. Right. And... And they they quote the same ten films over and over again because that's all they remember, you know. And like that's one of them. Sure. Is it, is it's coming to America? Says, oh, remember that movie? It's coming to America. Says yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it's it's like my boss that like every every two months he would quote um, Office Space. It's like is this the only fucking film you've seen this decade? Really? Yep. Come on. Yeah, the stapler. I get it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like Spaceballs coming to America. It's like that kind of everybody like. It's like they they did they made a lot of money. Everybody liked it, and then everybody just remembers them, and they're not memorable. Right. There's nothing really special about them. Uh so then uh, in July, okay, which is what? Me. No, we're moving <laughs> I'm on. Kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. In July, which started this whole thing, which was Arthur Two on the Rocks, mm -hmm. Die Hard. Ah. So, I was right. Fish yeah. called Wanda, the Deadpool. Big Top Pee Wee. Wow, what a shitty sequel that was. Oh, Deadpool 2. Uh, Caddyshack 2, another shitty sequel. As a matter oh. of fact, th okay. <laughs> Here, July of 1988. These are just sequels. Short Circuit 2. Oh. Arthur 2. Oh, Phantasm, Phantasm 2. That was good. No, it was bad. No. It was bad good. <laughs> uh, Big Top Pee Wee, Caddyshack 2. That's did we do? Did we review? Did we review Phantasm Two? No. Huh. We've talked it about it because we we mentioned not that long ago that all of the Phantasm films were in, uh, we were able to get in HD, which right. is hard to do. Um, uh, the only thing I like about Caddyshack Two is Randy Quaid's character. Oh, I love his character. The the violent attorney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five sequels just in July of 1988. Like. Well, that was. Well. You know, it's it's funny. I, I'm gonna go. Which I'm is crazy. Which they were they're actual like part two sequels, not just like well, part three, part four. It's the second part of the film, all yeah. in Jan July of '88. Well, it's crazy. Yeah, and, and well, '80s is when 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 these um, films uh, started going crazy with the sequels. '80s was the sequel right. decade. Now, I, I got to mention briefly, um, uh, my stepdaughter uh, Lilith. Uh huh. Has us watching the Psycho TV show now, so, Norman Bates. Oh, or Bates Motel. Bates Motel. Bates, Bates Motel. Motel. I've avoided it. Right, I because she wanted to see it. We're watching it. So far, it's not that bad. I've seen I'm bits and it. I've bits. I've seen bits and pieces, and I just I don't care. You know, no, I, I was the same way. I don't. I, I told her that you know what? I'm forty something. I've lived through so many different versions of Psycho now. I really, you know, you can't surprise me. 
play. It's it's well written, well made. It's a decent. It's a well, decent TV show. That, that's that's that's, that's what's happening right now. We're getting a lot of well written and well made TV shows. It's the, It's I, a I good time her. to watch television. I, I Cable. Her, you know what the television. fuck I grew up with? Oh I grew my up God. with shitty sitcoms and softcore porn. That's it. Yeah. And now. Cinemax and and fucking growing pains. And now that's what I fucking grew up. Yeah. With. And now broadcast television is what is what's producing shitty television, and it's cable TV and streaming channels like Amazon and Netflix that are pushing out the really good stuff. Well, even like I, I think um I think the uh, Norman I think the Bates Motel show is AMC, but even like the the commercial cable televisions cable well, show. Well, I'm, I'm cable. AMC is cable to me. Well, it's commercial cable. I mean, it is commercial cable, but yeah, it's it's better written. It's better acted. They you get yeah. away with more on screen. It's insane. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so long story short, because of that, we went back and watched Psycho because Holly had never really seen it all the way through. Um, and then we I made him watch Psycho two, and after we finished Psycho two, I was like, "How was that?" And they're like, "Eh." So we mean, "Eh." Huh. So yeah, all right. When you lump it in with all other horror films, not that impressive. When you consider the fact that they made a sequel to Psycho, which they shouldn't have done. And they did it like 20 years later, which they shouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah. The fact that they didn't totally destroy it and actually had an interesting storyline going, it's shocking. It's yeah. The fact that, I mean, I never thought of it back then, but like looking at it now in hindsight, the fact they even actually had the balls to make Psycho 2 is mind-blowing. Yeah. No, That's I, like I agree. That's like Casablanca 2. Really? <laughs> what the fuck? Who, who the fuck thinks that? It is... And, but, they just but had to make sure Hitchcock was dead. Right. Well, and the 80s was sequelitis. Yep. You know, all these films, it just became everything has to have a sequel. Again, who, Arthur never intended to have a sequel. Of course, we have to do one because it was popular. But, you know, we're just dragging Anthony Perkins out. Uh, it was just, you know, and then they're like, eh, it's like, fuck you. You, yep. you, you got to put this in context. <laughs> you, know, you can't just, like, watch... You can't watch half a season of Bates Motel and then watch Psycho 2 and go, ah, Bates Motel's better. Yeah, because they're building on the shit that Psycho 2 made. <laughs> and Psycho 3 is my favorite, so they haven't even watched it. Oh, the that opening yet. of that is just worth it alone. I, I think the whole movie, I love Psycho 3. I think I it's know. a great. It's probably the best third part of a trilogy ever. Out of I, any other, I realize any other I don't, series, I don't, part 3 is better. I realize I don't have Psycho 2 or 3 in my collection. I should get on I, that. Um, Luckily, you have the first one because my Plex wasn't working that night, so we ended up watching oh. Psycho Years. Um, oh, you know what? You know what we're watching right now too? That's excellent, and I'm sure you've heard it. I'm sure you've seen a fucking thousand memes for it. Uh, Stranger Things. Oh, we finished it. Yeah, it's first it's, season. It's everything. Now I'm only up to episode three. It's everything I wanted Super Eight to be. You know, I was thinking this. We're watching it. I'm, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is like Super Eight. But done right. Yeah, it's everything. See, when I saw the trailer for Super Eight, th the way I'm watching this show, the the way I feel watching this show, and how I'm enjoying it, when I saw that trailer for Super Eight, I'm like, like this movie's gonna be amazing. Like it gave me like that kind of feeling when I saw the yeah. trailer, and then when I actually saw Super Eight, I liked it, but it just it. I remember you defending Super 8. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm right. just saying, I remember, like, when I watched Super 8, I came out, I was like, yeah, it's trying too hard to be nostalgic. And, and I, I remember you trying to defend it. You didn't feel strongly against it as I did, where I was like, I was not impressed at all, and I didn't care. I only watched it the one time. I was right. like, eh. 
Yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm watching straight. It's like, this is what Super 8 should have been. It's more low-key. It's got that kind of feel to it. Yep. Okay, yeah, they, 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 they cast the one kid because he looks kind of like Stephen King. I get it. But it's really well done. You have a, you've only, you're only three episodes in? Only three. Dev, it's dev, it gets better. Oh, I know. I mean, I, yeah. I love everything I'm seeing so far. I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack is awesome. Yeah, it's you know? good. Like, and they have all these things. And, and after I'm done watching it, because as you watch that show, they they say there's a lot of like uh, odes and homages to like a lot yeah. of things from the '80s. And uh, I'm calling out a lot of these things, and I want to go back and find. There's a list that you can reference, uh, you know, after you're done with the season, and just see how right I am on a lot of them. Like Matthew Modine, to me, it looks just like David Cronenberg. I'm like he's like the David Cronenberg character to me. He yeah, looked, he's got the gray hair, he's tall and lanky. I'm like that's David Cronenberg, you know. Um, and yeah, they have a lot of movie posters in the background. They show people reading books, like oh yeah, look a Stephen King book and la la la. Uh, and a lot of characters. There's a lot of homages too. I mean, like a sure. lot of and you could you could compare a lot of things that happen in the show to other films from the '80s. Uh, I mean, E.T. comes up, yeah. <laughs> obviously. But, but again, well, sure, kids riding bikes. Yeah, and... kids ride fucking bikes. But still, you yep. know, it's... it's it, and, and that's the problem. You, you get in that kind of thing. I know there were one or two times where I went, oh, that's just like that film. And then I had to say, but maybe that wasn't intentional just because, yeah, a lot of people wear hats. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, <laughs> you I get, get it. so into it that everything reminds you of something else. I know. And it's hard to, it's hard to pull that back. I know, I know. Yeah, but um, no, that's great. I mean, these TV shows... It's just amazing how. Now here's a question for you. Did you find? Did you find that because I'm only three episodes in that the girl, the little girl, the one with the shaved head, looks a little too much like Glenn Beck for comfort? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I see this this little girl staring at me through the TV, and I'm like, I'm, I'm so glad you told me now, not while I was watching the show, because that would that would just ruin the movie I'm, 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 for me. well it's not ruining it for me but it is i find myself <laughs> distracted by it <laughs> i'm but, like i'm like this little girl looks a little bit too little too much like glenn beck for me i've i've heard that they are doing a second season because it was it was received so well oh yeah i wouldn't doubt it i'm looking forward to that now here's a question for you just since we're talking about tv shows now and totally off of uh like Father, oh yeah like son should we finish um, should we finish the year out uh, well, let me just ask you. You know what? Quick. This is going to take, we're going to, we were keeping this a short show and it's going to take another half hour to get through all of these. Well, let me just ask you real quickly, since we're talking about TV shows. Yeah. Um, I only see, brought it up because Die Hard came out the same month as Arthur 2. I'm like, why did they do that? I got gotcha. you. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> but we're on, we're on a roll now, so we have to keep going. We're on a roll. Um, uh, American Horror Story season six is coming out. Yeah. I'm actually two seasons behind on all right. that. I'm more because I loved the first season, blew me away. Second season was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Third season, I got two episodes in. I couldn't give a shit. I stopped. Right. Because Although this next season, what's this one about, this one? They, they don't know. It's a secret. What was last season's then? Then it was last uh, season's that I missed that I was like, oh, that looks pretty interesting. No, no. That's what I'm saying. Is I, the I witch, the, co the, the coven, which one, season? That I'm like, three. I, I'm season like, three was the coven. Yeah, I, it's like I didn't care about that. Exactly. I two episodes in, I was like, "This is boring the fuck out of me." Yeah. Um. So I never got into the season four, which is the uh, freak hotel? show. Hotel. Oh, freak show. Five is the hotel. Five is the hotel. 
No, I didn't. Know. I was wondering if you had seen any, watched any of it past three. No. Because I'm like, am I missing out? Because just because of a, a, of the witch thing bored me. Should I go back and watch like Is try to that? season six coming up or season seven? Six. Okay, so I'm three seasons behind. So you stopped. Or, 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 or no, like no, no, I did see the whole witch season, so I'm I'm behind on seasons four and five. Okay, so you you you. I went you as far as you. Season. I saw the rest of the witch season. No, you didn't miss anything. Okay, then thank you. Because two episodes in, I'm like, yeah, this this sucks. Yeah, I don't <laughs> fuck. Yeah, okay, I get it. Uh, witches. No, yeah, they have powers. Uh huh. Okay, <sighs> yeah, that's good. Interesting. Oh, she's old. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, I, yeah, fuck. Uh, but so, so I I was looking for you to tell me if I should bother skipping to four. Uh, so apparently, yes, I should skip three, but I don't know if four is any good. I don't know. I'm just curious. Yeah, it's not like my recommendation for you to start watching The Walking Dead from like season three. Uh, or season four. Still, uh, anybody wants a first issue, uh, first edition issue of um, Walking Dead number one? I'm posting on eBay this weekend, so keep an eye out. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, I am. Shut up. You've been saying that you're posting it for two years. You really, you know, you know, moving. <clears throat> well, you know what you need to do. You need what? to post it before this premiere of this season, which is in October, this because I'm doing it this weekend. It's one of the most anticipated openings or uh season openers for the show ever really do people are foaming at the mouth oh i'm posting i'm posting it this weekend so if you're interested well, let i'm me just know. saying I'll, you might I'll get a little more week. money if it's closer to when they're doing their marathons which is going to be in like september i'm doing it now because i'm moving in september so stop um okay but oh and real quick j- just because of tv shows yep. holy fuck i turned on imdb when we started the show today and what, that's the first thing I see. Trailer for the Lethal Weapon I TV saw, show. Fuck, I, I, I was going to bring it what up. What the fuck? I was going to bring it up because I saw it before we started the show because I brought up IMDb to prepare for tonight. And uh-huh. I'm like, how the fuck did this get greenlit? I, I, I'm afraid to watch the trailer. I, yeah. I'm afraid to watch Damon yeah. Wayans plays uh, Danny Glover's character? Fucking Murdoch? I, Come on. All, I mean, all I know is... I've been giving, I, I, I'm singing a lot of praise for the TV shows, the streaming TV shows. There's a lot of great writing this is on, happening this now. This is on fucking Fox. But this, this is going to be shit. It's Fox, yeah. So I, Dude, oh, you know what? Channels 2 through 11, go fuck yourself. Exactly. That 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 is my motto. Lost, oh, <laughs> Lost was a long fucking time ago. Okay? <laughs> that is the last time I gave a shit about anything on broadcast television. Oh, yeah, really? I'm not even fucking joking. Oh, you're there right. is not right. one single fucking show on broadcast TV, channels 2 through 11. I don't count PBS because uh, they don't do anything like that. But there's been nothing that I could even remotely give a shit about. Did you see they canceled the Muppet TV show? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? That was funny. It was funny. It lasted it one was- season. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, of course we can't have that. Yeah. Um, even that show, which I never watched, but that show Jericho that they canceled and then the fans actually what? got it back on TV with okay. all the petitions and then they canceled it again. You know what? <laughs> I, I have this knee-jerk reaction <clears throat> where any TV show that's canceled and then the fans revive it, I hate that show. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I could I, give a shit either I way. Have, I, I, There's something about... A fan base writing a tel a television show, 
or a station and then the station reviving it. it for me, I, I just, oh, I don't know. You know what? You think, it's just, Beast, you think it's just a setup by the station? No, I, it happens occasionally. Like Beauty and the Beast. That happened with Beauty and the Beast, didn't it? Uh, oh, like, the one like with Linda were, Hamilton and Ron Perlman? That Beauty yeah, and the Beast? Like they were going to cancel it and there was this huge uproar by they, the fans. It might have never actually got canceled. You're probably right. It probably just got petitioned yeah. and kept on. Let me yeah. see. Piece of shit show. Oh, that's the wrong Jericho. Oh, what Beauty the fuck was Jericho? Oh, yeah, there was a war and we're in a town by ourselves. What the fuck cares? Yeah. Yeah, the, you know what the shows I like? The fan base never fucking gets them revived. They just disappear. Avengers Unlimited was a great fucking show. I didn't hear a fan base for that. Fuck you. Sure. What about... Yeah, I, I, like, even Firefly, I was like, you know what? Thank God the, the fans didn't bring that show back because it would have sucked after that. Yeah. Uh, Beauty and the Beast ran from 87, 88, 89, and 90. But there was only three seasons. So you might be right. They might have shown some of the show in 89. I remember then, there was something where they were talking about canceling it, and then there was like a huge uproar, right, and so then they season, brought it back. Oh, never mind. Season three started in December of '89. That's why I pushed into '90. Yeah. So. But yeah, but yeah, the same thing. Same thing. Uh, I don't trust any show that has a fan base. Lost. The only, the only thing that killed Lost was they started listening to their fan base, and they fucked it up. Yeah. And then they had to. They and then they like the, the last season, like you know, fuck the fan base. We're going to do what we have to do. They only made 11 episodes for that final season of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Although, I don't know. Were they only doing so little? No. It's broadcast. Remember, they, were, they were doing like the, 22 episodes. The two the two things that happened with Lost oh, is, yeah. one, the the fan base. All the fans online were crying. And eh, there's like all these old, you know, we don't have any new characters. Well, how come we don't have new characters? Like season six or five already. So they introduced those new two characters, Paulo and whatever. And then... And the, the the fan response was immediately, "Oh, we don't like these new characters. What the? Yeah, what are these? Yeah." So they had to kill them off. Right. Then the people, all the, they were complaining, "Oh, we're tired of like reruns and stuff. Eh, we don't like reruns. We don't like watching the same thing twice." Yeah. So okay, fine, great. We'll split the season up. We'll show like like six episodes, and then we'll go the entire middle of the season with no shows, and then, and then we'll play the last we'll like fifteen in a row. Right. And since we're doing that, we'll have to break it up into two separate stories. What happened? They complained. Oh, how come everything took place on... How come in the first six episodes, everything took place on a smile and, like, let them appear weren't there? Because they broke the fucking show in half for you, asshole! And then, then they're like, you know... And then I think at that point, they were like, you know what? Fuck the fans. Let's just finish the goddamn show. Yeah. And only yeah, what? It went seven seasons, right? Uh, yeah. Seven, fans, I think? Yeah. Fan bases are fucking stupid. Any group of people... They get this delusion that they fucking understand something, or they know how to do something. If you knew how to do it, you'd be writing your own show. You wouldn't be watching one. Shut the fuck up and just let them do it. Oh. Oh. Anyway, um, we want to finish that year out since we started. That is a really Photoshop poster of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, fuck. Uh, where were we? We were in August. Okay, let's uh, let's just plow right through this. You got in August of '88. You got movies like The Blob remake. Oh, uh, the Jeff Goldblum, Cindy Lauper, uh, oh, machine Cindy L- vibes. The vibes, my favorite Cindy Lauper Jeff Goldblum film. I like yes. that movie. I realize I, I don't. I don't have that one. I have. Oh, I love that film. Uh, I, I want to give me pudding. I want pudding. <laughs> Clean and sober. The last temptation of Christ. I haven't seen either of those. Mac and me. Oh. 
fuck? Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, and Hot to Trot. We do, I, Hot to Trot. I just got Hot to Trot recently from you. That's right. I didn't have a copy. September still- of 88. <laughs> that was a hard one to get. Yeah. Um. There really isn't a lot in September. You got movies like that no one cared about, like Eight Men Out, Moon Over Parador. That's the one with... Oh, yeah. Uh, Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus and Raul Julia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why did you call Bobby De Niro? He was busy. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yet you look exactly oh, like him. Dude, You're his exact dude, doppelganger. I I, tur- I, I, I I checked the news yesterday, and I, the first thing I saw was, um, looking back at Robert De Niro's films, I'm like, oh, shit, he's dead. Oh, I saw that, too. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, it's like his birthday or something. Yeah. It's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really uh-huh. bad. My fr- at first, I was excited. I was like, "Why were you excited? That's horrible." That's What's very wrong mean. with you? Uh, <laughs> Dead Ringers, Gorillas so in the Mist, uh, and Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Okay, out of all the films you just mentioned, yeah, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, I think is the only film I've seen. <laughs> oh, uh, Punchline as well. Tom Hanks. All right, I've seen Punchline too. All right, there you go. I feel a little better now. October of '88. <laughs> Got films like Halloween Four, The Return of Michael Myers. Oh, yeah. um, we started. Do- I started Holly doing. We were watching all the Halloween films. Yeah, and we stopped at five. We oh, is that five. the one that had the infamous uh, video uh, director's cut that you can only get on video at one point? I think so. Yeah. Or was that six? Well, oh, fuck! I don't care. Five or six, but we watched four. Yeah. The Return of Michael Myers, right? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, the, watch the, that. We just we didn't make it through five. The Accused with Jodie Foster. She gets her Oscar for that. Uh, Night of the Demons, Pumpkinhead, Lair of the White Worm. Ooh, Lair of the White Worm, decent film. Uh, Pumpkinhead, decent film. I like Pumpkinhead. Uh, Night Night of the Demons, uh, not so decent. Yeah, Mystic Pizza oh. to round out the rest of October. Isn't John Bon Jovi in that? Which one? Mystic Pizza? No, Night of the Demons. Yeah, Mystic Pizza. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> what the fuck do I know? I, I, I might be thinking of something else. I, I think I've seen that movie. I don't think I've Zero seen times. it. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. I've seen bits and I've pieces. Never seen Mystic Pizza. Uh, November of '88. You got movies like They Live. Oh uh, yeah! I didn't realize that came out like it was a Thanksgiving movie. But well, th- yeah. but this is that one thing that I've always talked about: how you get a lot of films like horror film, suspense film, pushing into November because they had no room for them in no- in October. Uh-huh. So uh, this is a perfect example. You got films like They Live, Child's Play, uh-huh. um, Last Rites, and Child's Play was a good was a decent horror film too. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. Um, then you got A Cry in the Dark. That's the one with uh, Meryl Streep where a dingo ate her baby. Uh, okay, never seen that. That's the most famous line from that movie. I, I know the line. I, just don't, yeah. I don't know. Iron Eagle 2. <laughs> uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, which was the which was directly after they did Ernest Goes to Camp. And, and, and just to clarify, bon John, John Bon Jovi, Mystic Pizza, I was thinking of Moonlight and Valentino. My mistake. Oh, okay. Uh, high Spirits. Oh, I like High Spirits. Uh, no, no, no. That's the one with Peter O'Toole and uh, Liam yeah. Neeson, right? That's where okay, they have yeah. a hotel and it's like ghosts are in it. Yeah, the only good thing about that film is that Peter O'Toole talks in it. 
<laughs> That's it. That's it. Everything I, else about that film. I remember cool. liking that when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. But even then, I was like, yeah, everybody but Peter O'Toole can suck it. Uh, and uh, Scrooged. Oh, God. My, that, one of my top five Christmas films. Well, yeah, it's a November movie, so. All right, <laughs> then December of 88, you got movies. Wow, this is a jam-packed month. Um, cool. They're cramming yeah. in all the Oscar potentials. Uh, Oliver Stone's Talk Radio. The Naked That's Gun. Naked Gun? Te yeah, Naked Gun. It's on film? Uh, Tequila Sunrise. Uh, never watched it all the way through. Mississippi Burning. Uh, yeah. Twins. Just saw that for the first time uh, last month. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Did you know that's a remake? Twins? Yeah, it's a French movie, right? No, no, no. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh. It's a remake of a Marlon Brando film. Is it really? I didn't know that till last month. I was like doing some research. Like, oh shit, I never knew. Yeah. One of my favorite parts in that film is where Steve Martin is at the table. He's playing like a like a disabled kind of invalid, and yeah. he's like, "Let I need to go to the bathroom," and then he just stares and he just kind of looks up like, like at the sky or to the left. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just shits his pants. Uh, <clears throat> for anyone that didn't know that, that's what happened. Uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Never care for that. Rain Man. Yeah. Working Girl. Eh. Beaches. Eh. Dangerous Liaisons. Never even bothered watching it. The Accidental Tourist, which I believe, is that the one where... It's uh, John Hurt. Damn yeah, good but, movie. but what's her face? Uh, yeah. She got Gina an Oscar. Davis. Gina Davis. She got an Oscar for that, right? Best Supporting Actress. I, I don't remember about the Oscar, but yeah, that was Gina Davis. Uh, based on a novel, never read the novel, but it's a damn good movie. Hellraiser 2? Oh, God! <laughs> you saw all that right. in a theater, right? Yeah, alright. Just, just, again, very slight divergence. Uh, Cherry Hill, they just had the horror convention this weekend. Uh, oh, chiller okay. convention. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, my, my older stepdaughter, uh, Catherine, she went with her friend Tasha, uh, and they came back, and I actually was at the house when they got back from the show, and we're talking, and they were like, oh, yeah, and Bruce Campbell was there, and this and that and everything. And, and apparently Tasha's a huge uh, Evil Dead fan, this and that, whatever. And we're talking, and Pinhead comes up. So, yeah, I, I like Pinhead. The original Pinhead was there. And I was, I was telling her, I took friends. I dragged friends to see Hellraiser 2 <laughs> in the movie theater. And after that film, I was apologizing profusely so I had no idea they would fuck up the first film so badly in so short a time. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, I saw that in the theater. Oh, my God. Uh, and then Watchers. Oh, That's uh, the one I thought it was directed video. Wow. No, that, it came out December 31st. They snuck that in there before January. Dean Koontz has never had luck with adaptations of his films. No. Uh, you know, ironically, I think the most well-known adaptation of a, of a book of his is one that's not credited as being an adaptation is Hot Tension. Oh, yeah. Which, it's technically a, a kind of a retelling of intensity, but they really just ripped it off and fucked up and did a whole Fight Club thing that doesn't make any sense. But uh, right. everything else is like, even Odd Thomas was directed video, it was okay, but eh. Yeah, Dean uh, Koontz just can't win. He's like, he's like the poor man's Stephen King. Stephen King, he fucking shits in his hand and makes a great film. Dean Koontz writes excellent books. 
And like, yeah, yeah, uh, we, we can't adapt for shit. Yeah, no one can get it right. Uh, Jeannie Davis did win Best Supporting Actress for The Accidental Tourist. Okay, yeah, no, that, that's a good movie. I recommend that. And that's it. Unlike, that rounds up unlike, uh, 1988. Unlike The Big Chill, which was a big piece of shit. <laughs> All right, so we should go ahead and rate uh, Like Father, Like Son. What's that? Yeah. Uh, you can give me my challenge and we can end the show. That way I can go watch some Stranger Things. Okay. Um, like, so, Father Like Son is currently 5.1. Yes. Uh, like I said earlier, it's a, this is I'm, a five film across the board. I'm, I'm, a, I'm fine with giving it a five. A basic, buy the books, buy the yeah. numbers, uh, just let's jump on the bandwagon film. Yeah, I wouldn't even try and convince you of a six. I think I'd feel guilty if I did. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't budge on that uh, <laughs> but I'm just, not so don't 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 make it like you're so tough <laughs> <laughs> well I'm not Italian I can't be that tough uh-huh um now the the highest rating uh, among demographics is females aged 18 to 29 with an average of 6.2 wow it's not even the demographic for Kirk Cameron no it's weird. Uh, the lowest demographic is 4.7 for uh, males aged 45 and over. Huh. And uh, no, I'm uh, one IMDb staff rated at a five. One, okay. Yeah, I have I have no beef for that. Yeah, I, I noticed. <laughs> My challenge for you. Yeah. Is is a body swap film? Oh no. But. There's only so many of them. I mean, is it going to be all of me? It's one you haven't mentioned. Out of all and of this the, stuff? And it's, it's Well, all right. It's not really a body swap film. Okay. It's kind of a body swap film, but it's more of a head swap film. Is it The Man with Two Brains? No. Like, are heads actually swapped? Like a head transplant? Maybe. What the fuck movie was that? I'll give you a hint. It's in the eighties. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, well, hang on. I got, I got to, I got to double check myself here. I'm pretty sure. I think it might be the nineties, like early nineties. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 1991 is when the film was released. Oh shit! Was this a directed video? I'm not, I'm drawing a blank on. on... Hang on, I got to make sure. I, I, oh, I hope this wasn't directed video. I d didn't think it was. Um, where does it say the release? It's, it's up by the the year that it, that it came out on IMDb. It'll be like the rating, the time, the genre, and then next to that will be if it's when it was released. Uh, Shit, uh, release date Mexico. Don't count. Um, it was shown. It, it, uh, oh no, no, it premiered in New York City in October. Fine. It, limited release, but it did show in no, theaters. That's, in New that's, in that, that's good enough. It falls within okay. the guidelines. So, yeah, limited release, 1991. Head transplant movie. I, I can't think of it. We're talking about a little horror film by the name of The Borrower. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> I have that, too. So do I. Yeah, I, I fucking have that one. And you know what? I have not watched that since I saw it in 1991. Oh my god, the fucking so, borrower. So I'm looking forward that's, to going that's back. That's the one about the, uh, the the alien that he steals people's heads and puts them on his own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Christ. 
And if guess who guess who stars in it? Yeah, Radon Chong. Radon Chong. Yeah. And 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 uh, now this is uh the the copy that we have. This is not released anywhere. Uh, not even on DVD or anything. The, what the copy that we that we have is a laser disc rip. Right. So we we might be able to uh, put that episode on uh, YouTube with a little fanfare. Maybe you're yeah, uh, maybe. you're out of focus. By the way. Talk there to you, the hand. Talk to the okay. hand. There you go. There you go. Thanks. Much better. All right, the fucking borrower. <laughs> Man. It was it was either that or God's not dead too. No. See, that's why I went with the borrower. Why would you do that to me? Because <laughs> I watched it because I couldn't help myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> this actually premiered in more than one city, uh, theatrically. Uh, right, but New York, New York, New York, New York was like... Chicago, mm -hmm. and Seattle. Although Seattle was the film festival. But Chicago right. and New York, so that, that counts. It's good enough. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, show, you're lucky, man. Because otherwise it would have been not God's Not Dead 2, and Kirk Cameron would have been the, the link there. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> all right the borrower all right yeah i'm gonna start working on my challenge now <laughs> you got a, a lot of got a lot to work with one of the actors in yeah. in um the borrower is the is the guy that plays otis from uh henry ports of a serial killer get the fuck out of here really yeah i'm, I'm almost positive man i haven't seen the borrower you know what i might not yeah. have ever seen I'm it I don't know if I've ever seen it. I, I, I think I want to say that I have seen it. It came out the same year. Let me double check to make sure I'm right about this. Um, uh, I think it came out the same year. Fingers crossed. Where the fuck is it? Same year as what? I'm trying. I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm trying to like surprise. Oh. Oh, no, no. It's not we. It's I. Oh, you're thinking of I come in peace? Yeah. I that, thought those came out the same year. I Come in Peace was 91. Oh, a.k.a. Dark Angel. Dark Angel. I don't know. I, dude, when I was trying to find that for my collection, and I'm just putting it, I Come in Peace, I Come in Peace, I Come in Peace, nothing's coming up. And Dark Angel is the only thing that keeps coming up. They must have renamed it for like a DVD re-release. I don't know. But when, when I yeah. was watching the movie, I was like, if the, if the titles that come up do not say I Come in Peace... I will get a DV I will get the DVD of this, not Blu-ray. I'm not fucking watching it. Yeah, that, exactly. That 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 had uh, his partner was Brian Ben Ben, who went on to do uh, that HBO co sex comedy show that was on um, for a few years. Dream, Dream on. on. Dream on. Dream on. Yeah. Dream that, on. Even yeah, we were talking about that earlier because I said like yeah, all the cable shows now are fucking excellent. Yet when I was growing up, they still couldn't get past the idea of hey, we can we can say shit and show tits. And so you had shit like Dream On was like the cable TV show they were making because they could show nudity. And like, what? The, you know, we we grew up with really shitty fucking television. We really did. Really did. And I didn't buy Maybe. for one second that Brian Ben Ben is getting hand jobs at a five-star restaurant. Sorry. Yeah. No. I, no. no. <laughs> I, yeah. And, and it's an early Dolph Lundgren film, too. That's right. It was at the height yeah. of his career. Honestly, na na name me one quality TV show we grew up with. Herman's Head. Ma like Mash, <laughs> well, and Mash is even like was in the syndication by the time we were old enough. That to was seventies, though. Yeah, as I'm saying, it was that was syndication by then. Yeah. Um, but like quality TV show, nothing, nothing. Nope. nope. I mean, 
as much as I don't like The Sopranos, that was the turning point. It really was. Cause that's it, when they it, really started to take their shit seriously. Yeah, because again, not a Sopranos fan. Don't care for mafia stuff. Never got into the show. Don't care. But they they it was a real show. Yeah. And and they 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 didn't just say oh we can show tits and say fuck no it's more than that, and now shit you know every fucking show that they throw up is fucking you know no matter how the bad ones are good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why Bates Motel. I'm I'm actually gonna start watching the Scream TV show just because I've heard good things about it. Uh, I'm gonna, I, I I'm gonna wait dude, for you to tell me to watch. Yeah, it. dude, I feel your pain, but <laughs> I read a couple things like. All right, you know what? I have to give it a shot because holy fuck, like a lot of these shows are just nailing it, even when they shouldn't. Right. That's why when when we stop the show tonight, the first thing I'm going to do is watch this fucking trailer for Lethal Weapon TV show oh, and God. see if and, and see how see if I get angry or like like pleasantly surprised. I think I'm going to take two minutes. You know what? When we end <laughs> the show, let's watch it together. All right, we'll do that. Okay. But, uh, All right, yeah, let's so go ahead and end end the show then. Yes, we shall end the show. Um, and the next time, and uh, this is one of the few. This is like one of the last shows I'll be doing from the Wilson compound. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. So we might have a small hiatus depending on what's going on. So I don't think we'll have a small hiatus, but we'll have a new background behind me. Ah. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for episode 217 of Movie Sucktastic. What happened to audio? Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, as always, thanks for joining us. Please go to our website at moviesucktastic.com and download all of our shows there. Uh, you can listen to the shows there uh, as well. And if you want to watch the show live, which we highly recommend, it's every Thursday at 8 o'clock. You can go to iTunes as well and download the shows or listen to them there. Copy them to your favorite device. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything we post from trailers to upcoming shows to anything we post there. You can go to our Tumblr page at Tumblr, or I'm sorry, moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. If you want to leave us email, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, the phone number is 908-514-4470. And uh, you can go ahead and download the 100% free Android app. And everything I just said is in there in a nice, tidy little package. And again, totally free. Uh, if you want to do a search for us in your favorite search engine, Scott likes Google. Google it! Uh, you can just do a search for Movie Sucktastic, and just literally everything that we have shows up just about everywhere. People are borrowing our stuff, and we think that's kind of cool. Uh, so that about does it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I honestly, I didn't get much wisdom from um, um, from the movie we reviewed, so I'm kind of okay. like, yeah, I don't. No problem. Oh, yeah, what? yeah, vote for Trump. What? <laughs> We're doing that again. <laughs> Did you hear the last thing he said that uh, he's gonna <clears throat> reinstate? Uh, like solar and all that stuff and m miners and everyone's going back to work and he's going to they're going to make 20 trillion over the next four decades Tr strangers in a strange land is coming back next week keep an eye out ah something tells me that's a low number for 40 years yeah it is <laughs> it's just a big number now 
that dumb people are like, oh wow, that's pretty impressive, but over 40 years, that don't mean shit. Mm. I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I, Strangers in a Strange Land, Google it and tune in next week. Alright everybody, we'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Bye. Joey, we should swap bodies. We don't have to swap bodies. But we could, we but should. We should? Yeah. I'm for it. All right. All right, cool.